Hi, you're listening to Hiba is Writing, and I am your host, Hiba. So on my social media, I have often mentioned that I seriously plan on self-publishing my books. The truth is, I really want to self-publish them, and as I'm working on my eerie suspense novella, Apartment, which is now being prepared for release on January 5th, 2021, I have also been considering self-publishing this novella and then traditionally publishing my fantasy series. These days, though, I've been honestly considering just completely self-publishing the whole lot, all of my books. Personally, I lean more towards self-publishing for various reasons. In fact, I actually wrote a blog post about why I'm self-publishing Apartment, which I'll link in the episode details. Most importantly, I get to keep total control of how my books are presented, advertised, marketed, when they're published, where they're published, how much they cost, and so on and so forth. That's really important to me. Having that control will allow me to be much more flexible as well, since there are a lot of decisions that aren't up to you if you go with a traditional publisher. For example, the book cover is probably in large part going to be the result of marketing research on what kinds of covers are most popular within a particular genre and for a particular target audience. Where the book is sold, in which bookstores, for example, is also up to your traditional publisher, as well as how much it costs. But self-publishing is a monumental task, despite all of the control that you get as a result. And over the years, I've realized that it's a full-time job. No doubt about it. You're in charge of everything with self-publishing, and the tasks really seem to add up into this mountain of things that need doing, and it is intimidating. These days, I won't lie, I have really been feeling that colossal amount of work. But we'll keep this episode more theoretical, because I'm planning on making another episode in the future, after the launch of Apartment, uh, where I will discuss my experience with that particular self-publishing journey in more details, and I will share some lessons learned. So let's just talk about self-publishing in general, and what it takes. Here are just some of the steps that I've learned about over the years of researching and preparing for it, and I'm going to list them all, but I'm sure it's not an exhaustive list, and I'm also sure that depending on the choices an author makes, some of these things could potentially be ignored. Of course, the first thing you have to do is write the story. (laughs) There's no way around that. Then you'll need to actually edit it. And it's up to you whether you'll be hiring a professional editor to do that, or if you'd rather self-edit. If you'd like to give it a test run with beta readers to get feedback, then that's an entire other process that you have to put in place. A process that can include non-disclosure agreements and forms and meetings with beta readers to discuss their thoughts, and a variety of other things. But so far, it sounds pretty manageable, right? Well. When you're done with your book, and the writing part is finished, and you've got yourself something you can publish, there are even more things to consider. First and foremost, you've got to make a decision. Are you going to be selling via established marketplaces like Amazon and use its KDB publishing, or are you going to lone wolf it, as in sell your books directly on your own website? This will come with its own set of requirements, like having a website, and a purchasing system on that website, and so on. And then you have to make the decision of either making the website yourself, or paying someone else to do it, or using a website builder that makes it easy for you, and that you are probably going to have to pay for as well. 
Apart from that, you have to decide. Are you going to offer your book in only ebook formats or only print or both? You'll have to figure out how you're going to deal with the cover and interior design of the book. If you're going to be doing that yourself or if you want to hire someone else to take care of that for you. You have to find out how you're going to go about printing and making your book available to readers. So you have to decide if you're going to use a print-on-demand service and marketplace like Amazon's KDP, or if you'll contact a printing press yourself and ask them to print you a run of a certain number of copies of your book, which you pay for upfront and then have to sell or come to some other kind of agreement with. So you have to figure out the logistics of it. You have to create marketing and advertising material yourself and probably pay a lot of money to get that promotional material out there in places where your target audience is going to be, like in magazines. And figuring that out requires market research. Or you can decide to let someone else deal with the marketing of your book for you, and in that case you're going to have to put in a lot of money. To be clear, you'll put in money anyway with advertising, but at least marketing experts might know how to better utilize that money so that every dollar you put into your campaign is actually effective and efficiently used. Another thing is that you have to find a way to take care of all of the legal stuff with books. So copyright stuff, your ISBN, so on and so forth. There's just a lot of things you have to keep in mind and the list goes on. So in short, you are a one-person show when it comes to self-publishing. And if you're like me and like to do everything yourself, <laughs> then that can feel like a bit of an, of an overwhelming task. You have to make decisions based on how much time you have, where you want to put your effort, how much money you have to spend on self-publishing, and if you don't have any, how you'll go about all the aforementioned steps in order to make sure that you have the success that you want to hopefully get. You also have to take into consideration your skills though. It's not enough to say that, you know, well, I can make a cover myself since I have the time to put into that. Because if your graphic design skills are not good, it doesn't matter how much time you put into it. Anyway, all of this is important to consider. And I've been working through a lot of this with my book launch coming up which is why I've been thinking about self-publishing a lot lately. The thing is though, I also have some reservations about the mainstream way of self-publishing and how that's done. I hesitate to sell my books on Amazon and via KDP because I don't like how much of a monopoly they have and quite frankly, I dislike their terms. And this goes for other services I've checked out, like for example, Kobo. So I'm giving myself more work here because the ideal would be to have my own website where I can directly sell my own books. And of course that's difficult because people need to know to go there in the first place in order to buy my books. And that takes its own level of marketing and advertising. I'm not much of a salesperson, so that also makes me reconsider my desire to self-publish frequently. But I also just wanna go ahead and have the experience. I figure the lessons I learned from this entire self-publishing experience will definitely be worth it, especially as someone who's very, very interested in the entire process of publishing and in the publishing industry. I know that self-publishing is such a risky move for a lot of writers, and I know that self-publishing is such a difficult route to take. It's not an easy decision to make, but I'm also a firm believer that you'll never know if you never try. So I'm going to give this a shot with my first book, 
or maybe my first couple of books and really try hard to make it work. But if in the end it does not work, I'm open to trying some of the other avenues available since obviously at the end of the day, I do want to get my books out there. Now, that isn't to say that traditional publishing is not difficult, by the way. There's a lot of gatekeeping in traditional publishing, and I understand that it's there for good reason, but it can also be extremely disheartening for many writers. For example, many big publishing houses require that you already have a literary agent, so you have to first find one that likes your book and believes in it enough to take it on. But even then, as a writer, you get dozens of rejections before you finally get an acceptance, and that does take a psychological toll on you, so I certainly think traditional publishing has its own set of difficulties and obstacles. That's one of the pluses of self-publishing, in the sense that there's no gatekeeping, no editor or publisher or agent telling you they don't want your book since, well, you're the one publishing it. But then I also understand that self-publishing gets a bad reputation in the book industry, specifically because of that, because the quality of the books that are published is not always good. There's no measure of quality because anybody can publish whatever they want. And I completely understand that. I've, I've been on the reading end of some self-published books like that, and I totally get it. But I also think that the concept of self-publishing should still be very valid and that readers should still take self-publishing books or self-published books in general into account. So I think at the end of the day, all I can do is do my best with my books and my writing and hopefully publish books that aren't contributing to that negative perception and reputation that self-publishing has. But that will be for the readers to decide, right? So I'll just do my best. <laughs> what are your thoughts on self-publishing and traditional publishing? I'd love to hear your thoughts on the matter, whether you are an author or not, if you're just a reader or just someone who's listening to this podcast. You can leave me your comments, thoughts, and suggestions, uh, and I've got all my links to all my social media below. And I'm also on Instagram now, if you weren't already aware, so you'll find all the links in the episode description, along with a link to my article on why I'm choosing to self-publish apartments specifically. Thanks so much for tuning in today, and I hope that you enjoyed this episode where I basically explore the elephant that I am trying to eat. I hope to hear from you soon. Until next time.